The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to our February 2022 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. And joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible.io, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic. And Tyson has combed through the search metric suite to help us understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's our monthly sit down with the co-founder and education partner of Previsible.io, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. What's going on, Ben? Good to see you again. Looks like you got a little sun. Excited to see. I am. I, you know, I'm coming back from Hawaii and I had to get my COVID tests to get on the plane and I went out there with my family. And can I tell you, I went naked face for the entire week. Oh, I'm so glad that you added face at the end of that statement. Buck wild, lips <laughs> flapping everywhere, Tyson. And, and I came home and I'm back in Northern California. Everybody's naked face these days. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, 2019 again. It's weird. It's like you're seeing a little too much skin when you're talking. It's very strange to be like dropping my kid off and all the kids <laughs> still have to wear masks when they're at school, but the parents don't. And it's like, oh my God, everyone has a nose. And the reason why I bring this up is we're sitting here on a Zoom conference. We might be able to do these podcasts in person. And again, whoa, it's a lot easier to do them over Zoom. So maybe some things won't change. 
<laughs> well, we can sit in different rooms and get together afterwards. It's probably better for the recording anyway. So look, we're starting to see some things change in IRL, in real life. And I'm curious to hear for winners and losers, have we started to see any changes when it comes to COVID, at least temporarily, looks like it's winding down for a hot second. You know, is this hitting the SEO community? Yeah, no, we have been seeing some movements. In these times, I think it's really, especially again, since we're using monthly average search volumes, we can look at week over week performance, take away some of that seasonal bias. Sometimes hard to completely strip away, like what is current events? What is shifts in the algorithm? What have shifts in like website updates? So regardless of kind of like where it's happening, we are starting to see and some kind of evolving changes within some of the spaces that we know that's been impacted quite heavily around kind of these pandemic times. And so one of them that I think obvious is live events. So huge change and halting to like live events. We've been seeing some of those changes kind of happening. So start to take a look at some of the ticket providers, like live ticket providers. Tyson, you can finally go to that Beyonce concert you've been waiting for. I know. I mean, maybe we'll go see BTS together. Like I, I saw her on tour. I know you're Sorry, a fan. Who? I've seen the TikToks of you. What's a TikTok? Um, yeah, just ask Jordan. <laughs> so he's all over it. <laughs> but yeah, so like the live events. I think when you're looking at it in this last like month frame, like StubHub had a nice kind of regain. Granted, it was kind of previously from like a downturn, but we did see a pretty substantial increase from StubHub. So they were up over this last month, approaching kind of the SeatGeek kind of area. Like Ticketmaster is definitely kind of the number one. But when we looked back over the course of like this entire pandemic kind of range, the interesting kind of thing that I saw was Ticketmaster stayed relatively like they had ups and downs and lost a little bit of market share, but overall like pretty stagnant and pretty even keeled. And when you look at like StubHub, they had a tremendous drop starting really at the beginning of the pandemic back in 2020. And so they've been on this downturn. There was a significant impact to the industry around the July 2021 core update where a lot of these websites took a hit down. And then we've been seeing kind of this regaining traction. And then when we look at both SeatGeek, StubHub, Vivid Seats, all had a pretty good February, but StubHub was the one that had the greatest gains out of that group. So what I'm hearing is the general theme is there hasn't been a lot of changes in terms of who is leading the live event space in terms of SEO visibility, but the overall industry has gone up and gone down based on what's happening with COVID. Yes, that is correct. And I mean, not that it has an impact on SEO performance, but would love to see those service charges that are just absolutely insane from these providers <laughs> take a little bit of a less like degree, like seeing Ticketmaster service charges just out of this world. They've got to recover a lot of lost revenue from the last couple of years. Maybe we take it easy on the gouging on the ticket prices. That said, if we're seeing people go to more live events, that's probably changing what they're doing in the digital world. Are there... Some other industries where you're seeing that are you know primarily digital content, where you're seeing the change in COVID-related activities taking a hit. 
One that I thought was particularly interesting this month was the hotel aggregators. So this is a space that obviously I love traveling. So it's something that I keep an eye on. But it has always been really interesting kind of watching hotels.com, booking.com, and kayak.com. And these are three websites that we've talked about in previous episodes. We've talked about them during different like core updates and things like that. But these, I think, were particularly interesting because all of them saw a strong February. But Hotels.com had significantly the best. So they were up over 10% for the month. They're kind of, at least for the last 24 months, high for it. They're not at the levels like your Expedia and TripAdvisor are still going to be your market leaders in the space. But obviously with those, you're going to get a lot more informational UGC type content mixed in with it. So I thought it was really interesting how hotels had a significant gain. And even though they're still still lower than Expedia, substantially kind of like cut the margin between the two sites. So Tyson, when we look at what's happening with the hotels, with the hotel booking sites, and there's a little of the reshuffling, can we attribute this to what's been happening with COVID? Or is this more something that has been related to, I don't know, core updates or just other SEO minutiae that's been happening over the last few months? Yeah, I think that's it's a really good question because these sites have been kind of in the list and the common sites that we've talked about during some of these core updates over the last two years. And when you look at them, it's really good. And at one period of time, we were talking about them as like all mirroring the same kind of like market kind of seasonality demands. And when you look at these three sites, you see a variance of how they've responded to core updates. And so just taking a quick trip down memory lane, the core update of 2020, the December core update, you saw significant decreases from Hotels.com and Booking.com. Kayak stayed relatively flat, but there was really big drops from both of those. And then this is where they all kind of take a slightly different path. We saw with Booking.com, another substantial drop that occurred when it was the July 2021 update. We didn't see that same kind of response from the other sites. If anything, hotels and kayak had a positive response. And then since then, we've seen this growth from both hotels and booking. And kayak's been relatively kind of stagnant. So kayak was less vulnerable to those core updates and stayed relatively even keeled kind of throughout. But we've seen the kind of negative side from those sites. We saw hotels bounce back a little bit sooner. And then both have been on a positive trajectory. So I'd say all three are going in the right direction. Interesting to see how they've responded differently to the core updates. And I would also kind of tip the hat to hotels for the recent upswing in their performance over the last you know, three to six months. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Maybe COVID related, maybe regular SEO competition. We're seeing a little bit of a reshuffling in the hotel space. Tyson, talk to me about what's happening in other spaces that are definitely going to be related to COVID as we're seeing people book their hotels, go back to live events. Are we still just doom scrolling and refreshing the CDC pages or what's happening in the medical space? Yeah, medical space was really interesting this month because across the board from the larger major websites, we saw negative performance from an SEO perspective. And so this, it was interesting because it wasn't focused on like, hey, this was a core update. Some of the drops that we saw have more of a pattern that's almost kind of similar to that. So I did think it was quite interesting when you see like all the top players in a space take like a kind of similar step down. And so the websites that we're looking at here is WebMD, small single digit decrease. We're looking around 7%. Mayo Clinic, which was the most substantial drop over 20%. Healthline also took a, a slight decrease as well, which was 7 8%. And then similarly, medlineplus.gov, 12% decrease, clevelandclinic.org, and then the CDC even saw a similar kind of low double-digit decline over this last month. So all these websites we saw took a hit. Okay, so we're seeing an obvious decrease in the amount of attention and interest being given to the medical space. Let's call that a little bit of a positive. We all get to be out there, not always focus on what's happening in the COVID-related world. Maybe get out there, get some fresh air, see some friends. And then on the flip side in IRL, hey, look, we might be on the verge of World War III. So, hey, congratulations. You survived the pandemic. Sorry, there's a war breaking out. Yippee. Thanks. Tyson, you know, what are we seeing related to some of the what are we seeing in SEO related to, I don't know, probably social media and, and I guess just regular media is probably where we'd see the biggest effect when it comes to the outbreak of the fighting between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, what are you seeing for SEO performance? Yeah, I mean, you're spot on on that. It's, we get positive news there and then it's quite sobering just with current events and everything going on. I think also just within the SEO space, I think we all, you know, across the board, a lot of the, these companies that we work with, a lot of our providers, seems like we all have ties to what's going on over there. So it's definitely something I have. I mean, before we get into the others, I have been quite impressed and surprised, not surprised, but it's been good to see how I think the SEO community is also starting to 
band together, pull attention to what's going on. HRF certainly kind of being a, one of the companies pushing that, but it really across the board, it's been been positive to at least see like the community of SEO kind of coming together around this. It's real. I had a meeting with the, somebody from HRFs today to talk about a sponsorship. And for obvious reasons, you know, he couldn't show up. He's in Ukraine. And we should take a second to talk about what a real humanitarian crisis this is. And it's a serious thing. And as much as I try to make it light, talking about, hey, COVID's over, congratulations, here's World War III, there are real lives being lost. And it's a terrible thing that's happening. And I think everybody probably can guess what side I'm on. But there are people in Russia and people in the Ukraine that are both being negatively affected by the political situation. And it's worth pointing out that it's really affecting us here at home in the United States. And, you know, my thoughts go to everybody that's in the Ukraine specifically and, you know, everybody at HREFs. I know that uh, Samrush also has a, a big team in, in Eastern Europe. These are the sponsors of the podcast. and we're, we're thinking of everybody. If you happen to be listening to this, getting a break, we're thinking of you. That said, Tyson, what are we seeing in the social media and the media space? Yeah, so even though there's... It's going to be more of an impact from a lot of the direct traffic and traffic like designed specifically to these queries. But when we're looking at some of the major US media sites as a whole, and being again that we're looking at such a broad array of kind of keyword queries and search volumes to this, not a ton of significant change that we saw in some of the major sites. So NewYorkTimes.com, relatively stagnant. CNN, relatively stagnant. USA Today, Washington Post, all relatively stable from a performance standpoint over the last like um, four weeks. There was a bit of an uptick that we saw from the BBC. I would caveat this where being that, again, monthly average search volumes, we're not seeing like those spikes represent in these numbers. But I'd say as far as like the footprint, who owns the market share, relatively consistent from like the media and kind of like those top news domains. All right. So we're not seeing a major shift in terms of who is outranking in the media space. What about social media? I know that we've seen Facebook be limited in Russia. It's a huge country. Does that show up in what you're seeing? Are there any other social media networks that you're seeing pop? And do you think that's related to the outbreak of war? Or what do you think is happening? Yeah, I'd say similar story on the social media standpoint. None of them were seeing kind of like crazy change to it. I mean, we talked about Facebook last month having a pretty substantial decrease in performance. Granted, they kind of went up the previous month down, but this last month pretty stable and flat. It is worth noting, too, that these are U.S. visibility numbers. So we're not looking at a global performance, but just kind of like the U.S. performance here. Instagram, same story. They would be the one if I'm looking in like the 12 to 24-month lens. They've been showing consistent gains to it. So Facebook out of the social media players is still by far the largest. But Instagram just continues to show positive direction from their SEO performance. LinkedIn been another one over the last 12 months grew quite a bit. It's our third place in the social space. They were relatively flat, little like low single digit uh, downturn in the last couple of weeks, but pretty stable from it. And then Twitter's been one that's been up and down, up and down, not too much, a little bit of a downturn. If we go back three months, they were kind of 
competing with the same SEO footprint as LinkedIn. LinkedIn made a little bit of ground from them. So they're sitting above kind of Twitter in that space. But I'd say overall, pretty similar to what we're seeing in the media, where it's the continuation of where they're at. Higher search volumes, if we looked into like search volume data, but from like an SEO visibility and kind of overall organic health or reach, I would say pretty stagnant from these websites. All right. So we're not seeing a tremendous amount of change in SEO performance in the social media space. Probably not enough time for the war to move for the war or or anything else that's happening in the world to really make search engine marketing decrease or increase on a given platform. Let's go into our winners and losers, Tyson. Who would you call your winner of the month? Winner of the month for me would be Hotels.com. I think when I look at their performance, it's always tough when you get hit by a core update, which they were over a year back. And then to see those positive gains, seeing them pop up over this last month, those are challenging times that you have to just kind of keep focused, stay the course, stay the course. So they had some really positive gains this month. And I would say that they were my winner of the month. I'm going to go with Ahrefs, our friends, our sponsors. They are part of our community. We care deeply about them. They are good, talented SEOs. They run a wonderful company. And they've got a fair amount of headcount that's sitting in Odessa. I believe they have some in Kiev, some of the larger cities in the Ukraine. I'll say it again. Ahrefs team, we're thinking of you. And if you're listening to this, we're hoping to see you sometime soon. And we hope this gets resolved quickly. Let's go on to our losers of the month. Tyson, who's your biggest loser for the month? Biggest loser of the month, I would say Mayo Clinic. So they took everyone in that space, like we mentioned, took it down. I do think that's interesting to keep an eye on. When I did look into some other kind of websites that fit in that your money, your life, whether it's financial or others, I didn't see the same patterns that I saw in the health industry. But that did catch my attention of being just an overall kind of like industry shift and change and seeing the more niche like .org, we didn't get into it before, but like Crohn's.org jumped up in some of the keywords that we saw Mayo Clinic dropping down in. So I would say Mayo Clinic would be my loser. And that would be a segment that I would keep an eye on in the coming month. I'm going to go with Vladimir Putin. (laughs) Unrelated to SEO. No war, please. I know that there isn't a huge audience that listens to SEO podcasts. And I know you're not here to listen to me talk about politics. I won't stand on this soapbox for a long time. This is bullshit. And uh, there's a better way to handle yourself. And Vladimir, you're our loser of the month. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the co-founder and educational partner at previsible.io. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. 
But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs, because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week so hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day all right that's it for today but until next time remember the answers are always in the data Music.